Welcome Builders from Lakeland, Florida. This is the Build Your Success Leadership Podcast with your host, Brian Brogen. We're going to empower and equip you to build yourself and then build others. Now, let's build up with your host, Brian Brogen. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever you're listening to this, wherever you're listening to this, we'd like to welcome you to the Build Your Success Podcast. Here at the Build Your Success Podcast, we like to build you so you can build others. We do that through our coaching, training, our speaking events, but we also do that through some amazing guests we bring to the podcast. And I am so excited today to have Velma Knowles. She's a new friend of mine and a fellow John Maxwell coach, trainer, and speaker. Let me tell you a little bit about Velma. She's a a leadership coach. She's an award-winning membership expert and a best-selling author who challenges leaders to use their unique gifts to achieve sustainable growth both in their business and life. Her speaking and coaching programs will inspire you to uncover the valuable leader within you so you can achieve your goals and live your best life. What an amazing bio. And I know you you exude that, Velma. Thanks for coming to the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me, Brian. And of course, I wrote that just for you. So, (laughs) Well, that's great. I, I thank you. For those that are listening, we have an application on our podcast. If you ever want to be a guest on our podcast, fill out the application. Yeah. We'll just look at it, make sure you fit the fit the bill here for our audience, and we'll get you on. That's what we did with Velma, and she's uh, got a great application here. So here we go. We're going right. to ask our signature question. What does leadership and being a leader mean to Velma Knowles? Wow. Uh, you know, I have read, as probably you have, so many books, and I've come to the conclusion that leadership is really about the ship. And what I mean by that is, you know, if you take the word leader and ship and you put it together, you get leadership. So leader is the person and they are about the ship. And the ship I describe as serving with heart. So that's the S and H, influencing with purpose. So it's serving with heart, influencing with purpose. And so that's what I believe leadership is really all about. I love that acronym. In fact, I've been working on a, a book theory uh, called Mentorship, uh, Get On Board, uh, talking about getting on the board of mentorship. And I had that conversation uh, several episodes ago, a guy named by the name of Ryan Foley, and we started talking about the ships of leadership. Yes. And there's so many of them, and I love your acronym with the ships. That's, that's really wonderful. And your definition of leadership, taking someone where they want to go, helping them to grow and even in your bio, have achieved sustainable growth. These are right. such important things for leadership. And right. I thank you for that. It's a great, great definition. You know, we get so many diverse answers for this. And you know, it's the seed for our book, Voices for Leadership. So it's just been a great question. We love to ask everyone. So let me uh, ask you about, you, you told us you want to speak about how to become the valuable leader of your career and life. So this is, I love this congruence about career and right. life. I, I had another guest share me about work-life harmony, and I love that idea. Uh-huh. Yeah. How can you become a valuable leader in your career and life? Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, it is uh, first and foremost a lifelong journey. And, you know, you have to be very intentional, I think, Brian. I, I like to say that one of the one of the things that in business we believe is that we hire people, right, for a job. And then we're like, wait a minute, somebody shows up with all of their life and all of the you know challenges of every day. 
And so when you become a valuable leader, you really are someone that first understands yourself. So you have to start with yourself, right? You got to learn to fly first, lead yourself, right? So you got to learn a little bit about you and what drives you. And then you have to turn around and say, how do I add value to other people? How do I help people to see that they have gifts and talents and treasures that are meant to be deployed for others? And so I really believe that, you know, you become a valuable leader by first realizing that you're making a commitment to lifelong learning and that you are looking at yourself and saying, how do I lead myself at home and, uh, you know, on the on the job and my career? And then how am I giving that value and helping others to see their value? So I always describe my vision. And I did this webinar recently with a friend of mine and we were presenting and the challenge was we wanted to help others craft their leadership vision. And I thought, Thelma, you need to sit down and, you know, write it out and craft it. And and, and it came together so perfectly. I want to share it with you because I think it answers this question about, you know, how do you become a valuable leader? And so for me, the vision around becoming a valuable leader is one Imagining a world where everyone knows their value, they live their value, but then they also share their value with others every day. And I think that's how you become the valuable leader. Velma, I love that. And and I want to hear that. I think about the time someone's come alongside me and made me aware of the value that I offered. And now I've learned to do the same thing is, is go get along someone and say, hey, you have this, do you recognize and understand you have this value? And many times they don't, they, they exactly. take it for granted yeah. that their, their small contribution, contribution can make such a big difference. Yes. So that, yes. That, that's great. You, you also wrote in here that leadership is first about relationships mm-hmm. and then results. I love the prioritization there. Let's talk a little bit about that. Well, you know, I think that you are a leader, you know, when, when you manage things, you manage things projects. But when you're a leader, you're actually leading people. So you move from projects to people, and then you let people manage the, the projects, right? And so I believe that, you know, it's it's been really needs to be de- demystified, if you will, because leadership, there's this, you know, thought process at times that it's so far out here, and I'm not a leader because I don't have that corner office, or, you know, I don't own my own business, or I don't, uh, you know, have a bunch of people reporting to me, or I don't have anybody reporting to me for that matter. That's not really what defines a leader. Those are attributes that come along with it. But I truly believe that leadership is about the relationship you have with someone. And that means that, you know, if do you care enough about that other person? Because if you want to get results, it's truly the people that get the results, right? And so when you have a relationship with people, when you understand where they're coming from, you have empathy, you encourage them, you appreciate them, uh, you know, you, you're their champion. That's what a leader should be for the people and, and have that relationship where somebody says, you know, Brian really cares about me. And then people go the extra mile. We know that, right? People follow the leader first and then their vision. So they've got to have that relationship. And I know that once you have the relationship, you're going to see the results. And I'm living proof of that. (laughs) Velma, that is so exciting. And I hear you talk about that. I think about your career. You had an amazing career 
made some phenomenal changes at organizations, uh, large organizations. So why would someone like you decide, you know what, I've got this great career. Some people just hang up their hat and say, hey, job well done. You said, you know what, instead of that, I'm going to go help other people become better leaders. Why would you do that? Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, it was I would love to be able to say that originally it was by design and not default, but it was actually by default at first. And then I've, I've you know, been given the the guidance and mentorship and, and leadership of others to help it become more by design. Uh, but, Brian, I always like to say that the best decision someone else ever made for me was to fire me. We hope you're enjoying today's podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Build Consulting Services. Are you ready to reduce workplace conflict, reduce employee turnover, and increase your productivity? If you're ready to put Brian to work for your company, give him a call at 863-800-9658 or email him at brianb at buildcs.net. Now, back to today's episode. And I know people are like, really? And I'm like, yeah. And when, you know, I was working for a very large organization and very successful from a project perspective. I mean, you know, I, my performance was off the charts. You know, we always hit our goals. You know, I was a go-getter and a goal setter. And uh, it, it, uh, one of the things that I didn't realize at the time was the importance of the people in the middle of the projects. And so I would focus very heavy on getting the projects done because, you know, in reality, when they give you a job description, the job description says, you know, can you do this? Can you do that? Yep, 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 yep. Versus, you know, all the soft skills of like, you know, how do you build relationships? You know, how, how do you leverage, you know, communication with others? So the soft skills, which are really hard work, they don't get emphasized as much. It's how are you going to impact the bottom line versus how are you going to leverage the collective power of everyone? And so the uh, the decision was made for me. And at that time, when, uh, when I did leave after four mergers that the company went through and I survived four of them, when the decision was made, I was crushed because I think like most leaders in, and individuals, you get so attached to your job that your identity is intertwined. And I'm like, who am I and what am I supposed to do and what are my gifts? And so I went through that transition period and transformation. And so like every good, responsible you know, citizen, I said, I need to get another job in the corporate office. So, you know, goal getter for that. But things kind of turned around and I had people asking, hey, could you do some consulting work for me? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. I can do that while I'm, you know, looking for this next career opportunity. And it ended up that this uh, opportunity to coach others, to train, to be a part of being a strategic advisor for associations and membership space. And, and just starting to develop other leaders. And I myself had really put in a lot of effort, even prior to this, you know, this uh, decision that was made for me to really try to become a better leader. So I was well equipped with all of these certifications in things that I needed help in. And that turned around and I was doing consulting, doing coaching, doing training to the point where one of my clients said, you need to be in business. 
And I'm like, really? And they were like, yeah. So of course the next day you were in business, but you know, I never looked back. It just kind of, it just by design, then it started to mold into, you know what? I don't want people to make the same mistakes that I made. And I wish someone, I, I wish I knew someone back then when I wasn't doing it all right to help me course correct that earlier in my career. And so I thought, well, you know, I can't go back, but I can go forward. And what I want to do is pass, uh, pay it forward, pass that on to others. And that's why I wrote the book, The Valuable Leader, and uh, went on to write the the second in the series and working on the third. So, Wow. Well, there's so much to <laughs> unpack in that answer. I'm sorry. I was say, <laughs> no, that's great. It's, it's amazing. And, and, but what I hear you talk about soft skills are yeah. hard. Yeah, it, it's amazing because we're truly, you know, committing to doing this the right way. It's, right. it's a challenge and you got to strive for it every day. Yes. And I like to call them I'm from the construction background. So I like to call them foundational skills. I love it because my audience doesn't necessarily want to hear soft. Uh, right. Right. Make them understand how important these skills are. And mm-hmm. when you understand the statistics, it's, it's around 85 percent of our success is dependent upon our attitude. Yes. 15% is our aptitude. Right. We've heard, and we've heard so much about people getting hired for their aptitude and fired for their attitude that this That's is right. so important, not just to the individual, but to the success of the organization and to the right. success, success of those around them. So I join you in trying to encourage people to, to develop these skills and work yeah. on them every day. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, no. And Brian, you know, you make a really good point that they always say they hire you for your skill but they fire you for your will. So do you have the will to lead people in the way that you should? Or do you have that will where, you know what, I just want to get this project done. And I want to tell you that, you know, you know, when that decision was made for me, I was doing really well. The organization had made a major turnaround in our growth. And I was the one that was leading that task force of people. It's kind of funny now. But then when I went to work for another company to do consulting work with them and and I got to stay with them for a three-year sprint, working with people with a whole different focus of being that leader, we had a six times the growth that I had when I didn't have the people as the focus. So it really is all about the relationships and then the results, massive results will follow. And that's what I mean by sustainable growth. That's great. And when I hear you talk about that, I think about you're talking about real world experience, not yeah. not just some theory. And then that's <laughs> great to show that, hey, when I started talking about the people, here are the results that began to happen. And when you start to put the people first, it's so important to learn that and, and understand once you do that, then things will start aligning and really going in great. You mentioned your book. I'd love you to say that title again for those listeners okay. that didn't get it. And then tell us why you wrote the book. Sure. Yeah. So shameful promotion, uh, the valuable leader, you know, I I have it here. The valuable leader is uh, your seven steps to greater growth, value and influence. And I like to say I cut a major artery on this book, but it's a um, chicken soup for the leaders, if you will, because it's a collection of my stories and it's a collection of other valuable leaders. And why I wrote the book was I was on my way driving to Orlando for a conference and the idea came to me that, you know, you need to, you need to write this book. Then title came, subtitle, everything. And I thought, 
well, as I opened the book, I always said, well, what do I know about leadership, right? And there's like 6 million books out there on leadership. What's different? And I think what's different in this book is that it is a collection of people, real life stories, but it doesn't, it doesn't just focus on business. It focuses on life. And when I, when I wrote the book, I thought, first of all, I thought, wow, I'm going to be writing this book on the valuable leader, right? So I'm going to be talking about what I believe are building blocks, if you will, steps you need to take, but you need to take those steps every day, right? Every day you take these same steps to improve and increase your value and how you add value to others. And then as I started to write the book, Brian, I thought, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I mean, I don't want to be the, you know, hey, I'm the valuable leader. And I, and it came to me that there's so many other people that have valuable leaders in their lives. And what a, what a joy it would be for them to share that. So while I have the building blocks in there and I have a story to each one that shows how I learned that particular leadership step and I apply it every day, there's stories from others that are in there as well. And it made me realize that there are valuable leaders every day that don't get recognized, don't get, you know, the credit, don't even raise their hand or realize the value that they're making in someone's life. And that's what the book did. It was all about helping to, to, to give the, uh, just shine the light on people that are valuable leaders. And, you know, I love how, you know, on the back of it, it talks about, you know, that uh, there's real stories in this book from real leaders, and they illustrate these seven characteristics. But they also say that many of the sources of the stories will su surprise you. And, uh, and, and that's what surprised me. I, I mean, I learned so much through writing the book myself, but I, I hope that it's a blessing to other people as well. Well, it, it, it's such a commitment to write a book and to stick with it, you know, to stay with it during yes. all the other things going on in life as you're trying to write a book. The fact that you invited others to share their diversity of thought around leadership and their personal stories is just amazing. <clears throat> Excuse me. You and I, we share, you know, this John Maxwell team and we got that JMT DNA. Right. John wrote the book, uh, Sometimes You Win, Sometimes You Lose, and that's Scratch Through Learn. Right. You, you've already told us about how you learned some lessons around putting people first. What's another hard lesson Velma learned in her career that you would share with our listeners? Oh, my goodness. I think probably in, in it, you know, your listeners, anyone listening in, you, you will really appreciate this. My greatest gift, which I didn't really realize it at the time, but, you know, others have told me and I have come to believe is the, uh, the gift of communication. And yet a hard lesson I had to learn was, you see, I originally came from the islands of the Bahamas. And so there's a different culture, you know, from, from the United States here. Uh, for example, we drive on the left and you drive on the right. We don't drive on the wrong hand side. We drive on the left and we, and the U.S. drive on the right. But what I, what I, what I was, what I learned when I was growing up is that, you know, you always should be truthful. You need to tell the truth. You, you know, so, so I interpreted that, that if I thought it, I said it right. And then being the, 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 uh, the communicator that I was, I said it very clearly, right. It was no misunderstanding, but what I've learned and what the big mistake that I was making was I thought that, you know, and, and it took someone else to help me see this. And they, they, I remember the time, you know, I would, I said, well, I'm just being truthful. 
And they said, well, Velma, you, you know, just because you think it doesn't mean you say it. And you can be truthful without being hurtful. And that was the biggest lesson that I learned. And it hit me so hard because I never wanted my words to be hurtful. I only wanted people to really be clear. I wanted my communication to be clear. And so, Brian, I made it a commitment to, you know, learn all I could to understand myself better, to understand how to use a filter. I thought a filter was all about making coffee, right? You know, understand tack, understand how the power of words, there's truly life and death in the power of words. You know, you can really cut through someone or you can build them up. And that, uh, that, that's been a consistent journey. And I'm so thankful for the person that stood with me and said, you know, being truthful doesn't mean being hurtful. And those words stuck with me. And it's it's kind of funny because when I when I do public presentations and workshops and training, and I, I always use tell them the story about, you know, communication and conflict and how it impacts relationship. And that I believe it's the leader's number one competitive advantage is your ability to understand your value and communicate. They, you know, I always say it's funny because I'm now certified as a human behavioral consultant to help you with the same thing that I struggled with the most, which is my mouth. So that's my biggest mistake. And it, it made such a tremendous impact on me that I wrote my second book in the Valuable Leader series on communication. Love that example and sharing that with us. Just, just you know, you being transparent and, and showing your vulnerability about that lesson you learned. Yeah. And it's such a very important lesson. In fact, I feel like I'm a problem solver. I've been a general contractor, construction guy. We have, we find, find a lot of problems. Sure. And sometimes when people share a problem with me, I, I want to solve it for them. Right. And I have, I've had to learn that sometimes they're just sharing it with me because they want to get it off their chest. They want to vent. They don't right. want me to solve their problem. They just want to have, have a conversation with somebody that'll listen. So, and, and, you know, that old saying to teach is to learn. Uh, when I developed a, a communication workshop uh, called Hear and Be Heard, right. uh, my mom told me the best way is to be an example. So she was she was being having some wisdom sharing me, telling me, Brian, you need to listen sometimes. <laughs> so, so just it's very important, as you're saying, hey, some of the things that I've learned, I've learned the hard way. And yes. I can teach and help others kind of cut those rough edges off. And you're doing the same with what you've learned. Thank you for that, Velma. That's great. Well, great question. Thank you, Brian. Well, the last thing I want to do, we, we've talked about your book. Let's let's talk about your website and your business leaders pathway. Oh, right. uh, they can find you at VelmaKnowles.com. Right. Yes, you can do VelmaKnowles.com. Believe it or not, there's not too many names out there like it. Or even if you put leaderspathway.com, it takes you there as well. So mm-hmm. that's great. And then you also you interview people like this on your <laughs> on your channel. And it sounds like you're going to be having a, a podcast soon. We're announcing that yes. here. You're committed to it. Now, it's so. all your fault, Brian. Yeah. It's all your fault, man. So uh, tell us where they can find out your, your videos and those things okay. as well. Yeah, sure. So uh, thanks to YouTube. So you, at YouTube, it's at Velma Knowles and you can go on YouTube and within one of the playlists, we have a series that we launched this year in uh, the beginning of 2023, and it's called Your Leadership Chat. And it's really an informal chat with a nice cup of coffee. And, um, you, you know, Brian himself is uh, one of those individuals that are going to be that leader on the chat. But it, it's truly getting to, you know, who has been a valuable leader in your life? Who's someone that has made such an impact in your life? that you are who you are today because of that person. 
And then it gives the uh, leader an opportunity also to share how are they paying that forward. So it's just a, it's a chat. It's, it's a real blessing. I'm meeting so many wonderful people. And I, my hope and my, my goal is that the, uh, the series will be able to impact others to help them pick up on great traits and learning valuable lessons from other leaders. Well, thank you, Velma, for giving yourself to us. During the show prep, I went out and watched a few of those videos and enjoyed them. And uh, so I encourage my listeners to go find those videos, listen to Velma, a lot of wisdom. Uh, She's very engaging host on her show. So I really encourage you to do that. We want to thank you for listening to the Build Your Success podcast today. Do me a favor, go over to where you're listening to this, give us an honest rating and review and share this podcast with others. I know Velma has shared some nuggets that your friends and family can use. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. Remember to build yourself and then build others. Want to learn how to build yourself and build your team? Visit www.buildcs.net and learn about Brian's programs, special offers, and more. Build yourself and then build others.